I'll make it a personal point not to watch uh, other commentators uh, really at all. I, I, I obviously know the work they do, but I don't like I just, number one, I don't have the time. But number two, one of the reasons I don't listen to Ben Shapiro or, or any of these other guys regularly is because I don't want to pick up ideas that I then assume are my own and just kind of, you know, if I'm going to come up with something, I'd like it to be mine. And if it turns out it's the same thing, I stole it from him. At least I stole it from him without knowing I was stealing it from him. With all that said, a couple of nights ago, I was listening to a segment of Tucker Carlson on YouTube. Uh, and the segment was called Joe Biden is in real trouble. And I thought, okay. Uh, Tucker pointed out something to me that that is probably obvious to you guys by now, but I think is really the operational phrase here. Uh, the Joe Biden document st- scandal is in motion. It continues to, to evolve. And, and I don't really want to get into the details of it right now, other than to say large numbers of classified documents have been found uh, in his car, in his garage and other places it shouldn't be. I don't even want to get into the, the Trump angle on it. What Tucker Carlson said was what's what the reason that Biden is in trouble is because these leaks were revealed by his own people. And furthermore, they were reported on by the mainstream news media, which sat on the Hunter Biden laptop story. And furthermore, his attorney general has a, has really much instantly um, assigned a special prosecutor. He said, and I think he's 100% right on this, if Republicans had had this information it would have simply gone down the same memory hole as anything else. Like again, like the like the laptop story. But the fact that Democratic aides are 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 leaking that we found this stuff, and 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 pro Democratic news stories are covering this story, and an extraordinarily progressive Attorney General is 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 in fact assigned uh, a, you know a special counsel on this thing. Tucker's point is that he's in trouble because this is coming from his own team. Oh, and hi, everybody. I'm Bill Whittle here with Steve Green and Scott Ott. Steve, uh, this this does seem to be like uh, 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 leaks from inside the palace, right? This is not the Republicans accusing him of things, and, and, and the story continues to gain traction rather than to evaporate, which is what you would expect. Given the amount of trouble that they went to to cover the, the laptop story with his son, Hunter, which... Most people who were questioned about it said change the results of the 2020 election. Turns out that this information on the documents was also known to the news prior to the 2022 midterms, but they held it long enough for that. But now that that's over, it's beginning to look almost unavoidable that that the Democratic Party has decided that Joe Biden uh, is 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 not an asset in 2024 at the, in the best possible case and may no, may no longer be. It may no longer be possible to cover for him as his mental uh, state continues to decline. It looks like it's an inside job is what I'm trying to say. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm less convinced that you are that this is a case. And, and let, me, let me tell you why. Although I'm not dismissing the possibility that, yeah, this is Biden's own White House trying to bring him down. But there are, there are a few details that, that leave me unconvinced so far. One is the press isn't going uh, full Trump on him. They're still trying to do their best to cover. The explanation is, oh, this is far few doc, far fewer documents than than Trump had, uh, and he's cooperating. He's it's cooperating. all a different thing. Yeah. They didn't send the FBI. Uh, in fact, my favorite detail of this story is we know that there are classified documents. Instead of sending FBI people with clearances to sort through all these papers and get the classified stuff out of there, Biden's own people 
lawyers with no clearances are the ones doing this. So they're getting a total pass on on so many things. Everybody I know who has a clearance, and because of uh, where my wife used to work and because of people I know uh, online and in the real world, I know a lot of people with clearances. They are so, so mad about the, the white glove treatment that Biden is being given on this because every single one of these people say, if that were me, I'd be fired at best. That is the nicest possible outcome uh, and, and not lose their clearance and never work in the field again, all the rest. And the worst is, oh yeah, jail time. Uh, so don't think that Biden is, is really getting held to the to the fire here. He's, he's really getting a, a kid glove treatment. Uh, the other is, uh, I was all excited about uh, uh, Merrick Garland. I've never been excited about Merrick Garland in my life, appointing the special prosecutor uh, because, oh, ma'am, maybe we'll get to the, the bottom of this. But A, Merrick Garland is uh, Biden's wingman just as much as Eric Holder was Barack Obama's wingman. So it's not don't get too excited about whatever limits are going to be placed on the uh, on the investigation. Uh, or because limits will probably be placed on the investigation. But the real key, I, wa- I wasn't cheating on you guys, I swear, but on Thursdays I do another show with Steven Cruiser, and our guest on 5 o'clock somewhere last Thursday was Larry O'Connor. And Larry is the guy who said, yeah, the real purpose of the special prosecutor is so that when the Republicans in Congress in the House try to hold investigations, they can be told, uh-uh, you're interfering with the special investigation that's already going on in the in, in the in the executive branch. Um, so that'll be, a, his job isn't to get to the truth. His job is to prevent the GOP house from getting to the truth. So you put all these things together and I'm not convinced that this is the story that's going to keep Joe Biden off the ticket in 2024. However, if this isn't it, it's going to be something. Why don't you elaborate on that? Cause that's kind of goes to the, to the, yeah. the the point I'm trying to make is this: is this the Democratic Party, on some level, deciding that they're gonna that they want to either boot Joe now or makes I think much more likely make certain that he's not going to run in 2024. I, I read it more as the warning shot across the bow. Uh, if they really let this snowball, it could you know be maybe a Watergate level thing. I I don't know. Who knows how many and what documents he has? And and as vice president, he's not allowed to have any of those. The the president can declassify anything he wants and in, in any way he wants. He has total authority. If he wants to wave burning sage over a stack of documents and say, I, right. I declassify thee, then they're declassified. Uh, the vice president has no authority whatsoever. He doesn't even have any constitutional duties other than to sit around in the Senate and wait for the president to die. So... There's that. Neither does the Secretary of State, for that matter. Yes. Um, um, so, <coughs> excuse me. So that's it. Well, Scott, here's. Oh, oh sorry. Okay, no. Go ahead. No, finish up, yeah, Steve. The, the, no, no. I wanted to. I wanted yeah, to this you. just looks to me like, um, uh, Joe, we've got this. You know, we got a bunch of other stuff. We can drag you through the mud, or you can decide you would like to spend uh, more time in the shower with your daughter. <sighs> so, you do think it is, a, it is designed to. Keep him out of 2024. Warning shot, yeah. Well, Scott, one thing that this has done, obviously, is uh, pretty much blunted uh, whatever uh, attack that they had, what seemed to be the best attack on Donald Trump, the raid on Mar-a-Lago. I said I wasn't going to get into it, but basically that is 
their last best hope in terms of finally criminalizing Donald Trump to the point where he won't be able to run again. But clearly, whatever the the meta of stuff that's happening behind the curtain, or maybe nothing's happening behind the curtain, the bottom line is this, this enormously lessens the the weapon that could be used against Trump saying, my God, well, he had, you know, he had classified documents in his own home. As Steve pointed out, the president has the ability to declassify anything just just by simply declaring it so. So it certainly seems to have pulled the rug out from underneath what appeared to be the Democrats' best um, move against Trump. Essentially seems to have negated the whole thing as far as I can see. So why do you think it is that 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 CNN is covering the story, and why do you think it's getting the traction it's getting? MSNBC is covering the story. I mean, they're okay. And then. Not only uh, are they covering it on the news, they're talking about it. I saw a clip from uh, from Morning Joe, which, by the way, is still a thing. And uh, and Joe, <laughs> I had no idea. Joe went off. He had a he had a panel of guests that he was going to ask questions to, and the first up in the panel was Donnie Deutsch, who apparently has some book about branding, and Donnie Deutsch is some sort of expert on branding, apparently. And he goes, okay, Donnie, let me ask you. And they pull Donnie up on the screen next to Joe and Mika. And so you, and, and then Joe starts talking. Five, six minutes later, Donnie's still standing there, sitting there silent, staring into the camera, not having had a moment to say anything while Joe continues to rant and rave. And his, his passion was not so much over whatever might be contained in these documents or how much of an infraction of the law it is, but the terrible botching of the public relations aspect of it by the Biden White House and the fact that they uh, they weren't as forthcoming as they should have been and how bad it looks, but somehow Biden's communication team can't get on top of this. And there's this drip, 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 as Joe said, aspect of it uh, where it just keeps coming. Uh, during that little five to six minute rant, Joe repeatedly said uh, how this was orders of magnitude different than the Donald Trump document situation, but sure, nevertheless. So finally, when he got uh, Donnie Deutsch got a chance to talk, Deutsch agreed with him and said, "Yes, this is orders of magnitude different uh, than the Trump situation, but not to the average American. We know." that there was a great difference between these two for these reasons, boom, 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 boom. And he listed them, but he said, the average American just sees two politicians who took documents that they weren't supposed to have and kept them in places where they weren't supposed to be. And so, yeah, in a sense, Deutsch was saying that kind of neutralizes it. It, it, it it's a wash. There are penalties on both teams. Uh, replay the down. That's it. Opposing yeah. penalties. That's yes. a great way to think yeah. about it. That's exactly right. And so no ground has been gained on either side, even though the cases will roll on on both of them in the public mind. He said not in a legal sense, but in a political sense and in an electoral sense in the public mind. These are two guys who did things. You know, it reminded me of good old sloppy Sandy Berger, who accidentally <laughs> smuggled oh, classified documents out of the archives or somewhere in his socks or something. In his pants, yeah. Yeah. So he didn't, you know, apparently inadvertently stuff classified documents into his uh, into his hosiery. Um, so yeah, I, I think that there that the president is is not being protected in the way that he previously has been. They're still being defensive yes. and they're saying, hey, we don't know how many documents, we don't know how great an offense this is. It's certainly nothing as bad as what Donald Trump did. But, and I think that this provides an opportunity for a graceful exit 
where, you know, the president can say, look, I know that there are questions here. We don't want the party to be tainted by questions going into an election season. And so I think I'm just going to gracefully step aside if my wife will simply show me where the door is and take my hand. And um, that, that he, this gives him a chance to bow out with some shred of dignity, with, uh, with a track record of some level of performance, at least in terms that the Democrats would appreciate, um, and, and for the Democrats to bring someone else in and say, look, we can't make the entire 2024 election cycle about a war of who's, who stole which classified documents and stored them in his garage. Uh, the the analogy of offsetting penalties is just perfect. I mean, that to me is just is just exactly precisely what it is. You know, oh look, it's not a touchdown; it's holding. Oh wait, oh okay, so we got so we got we got we got an extra player. Oh come on, you know this. Yeah, like yeah, I don't think I can do a do over right, exactly. of twenty twenty or twenty sixteen. That might oh, do thanks. me in. Yeah. Well, there's other things in play here too, and one of them is is that they keep trotting out. Well, first of all, they're letting Biden speak about this more than usual, and that's never good because he doesn't handle these kind of things very well and then you've got uh, Karine Jean-Pierre who's out there on a daily basis well what about this what I would refer you to this I would refer you to this it's this robotic kind of a, of, a, of, a, of a constant answer why even have a press conference you know what everybody's going to ask about you're going to have the same non-answering answer it doesn't look good it does not look good um, I suspect as most people do that this is just a way to because Biden has announced that he he's planning at least he's, he's leaning towards running again in 2024. I think most people realize that he's not going to be able to um, be in any condition to run in 2024. Uh, and while I would like everybody like to see the Easter Bunny come into the Oval Office and kindly escort him out the door and, you know, give him an ice cream cone, um, I think that there is something more serious going on here. And it also, of course, opens the door for a Republican-controlled um, uh, House of Representatives, it gives them something other than we don't like Joe Biden and and all of the mysteries of the laptop in China. These things are these are actionable, concrete pieces of of of, of evidence. You know that opens up impeachment possibilities or at least grounds for impeachment that that go beyond the kind of vapors while he's had dealings with China and all the rest of it. Something all the only reason I wanted to bring the story up in the first place is clearly something has changed. The way that the the way that the story is being handled indicates that there is a change on how the Democratic media industrial complex is treating Joe Biden. He's not getting the cover the cover that he used to get. And in fact, he's starting to get poked and starting to look a little bit uncomfortable. And I'll just close this by saying, you know, honestly, watching these uh, press conferences, uh, Peter Ducey sounds like the voice of God or something. It's like it's like you're in this you're in this fevered delusion. You know you're you're like you're 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 cold turkeying out of heroin addiction, and you're seeing you know you're seeing elephants and the walls are moving, and then all of a sudden this voice comes in and just says, "Yes, but that doesn't make sense. Why why would you do this? It's like this. It's like this. It's a you know what it is. It sounds like a reporter. Is what it sounds oh. like." He sounds like a reporter Bill, do you know what, who's asking questions. You know yeah. what happened last week? There, uh, uh, KJP had a moment of contention with uh, a reporter who wasn't Peter Ducey. It was somebody named Ed, and I don't know his last name, but she was saying, Ed, 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 we don't have to, you don't have to do this. We don't have to have all this contention. Uh, here we have a press secretary for the most powerful man in the world who can't handle a smidge of contention from one of these, uh, you know, the usually friendly reporters. It's it's a 
it's a hell of a thing to see. Peter Ducey is 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 almost seeing him stand there by himself and ask pointed questions and not take no for an answer. It just makes me wish Norman Rockwell were still alive because there really is a portrait in there somewhere. You know what I mean? God bless you, Peter Ducey. Uh, this story is going to continue to evolve, and I think the, the I think the real key will be. If between now and uh, the next, let's say during the course of the next year, if there's another fresh kind of a scandal that gets this kind of, of attention, then we can have some, uh, some fairly strong uh, reassurance that the Democratic Party has figured out that, um, that honest Joe Biden may have run out of uh, usefulness and uh, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. For Steve Green and Scott Ott, I'm Bill Whittle. We'll see you next time here on Right Angle.